Welcome to Refreshing Word, a life-changing experience with Bishop David Yali of Cats the Anointing Center, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, UDOLGC. Bishop Yali is a medical doctor by profession and the resident bishop of the Rose of Sharon Cathedral, La Ghana. He has an insight into the Word of God and ministers powerfully under the anointing. Join us now for a life-changing and refreshing experience with Refreshing Word. Let me be blessed in this service so I can also be a blessing. Oh, Jesus. Father, we want to thank you for this service. We come in the name of Jesus and we say, Lord, look upon us as we stand in the grace of being called your sons and daughters. And Father, speak to us as you speak to Jesus, your son. Reconcile this meeting in your son. Pray for the activities of the Holy Spirit in this meeting. Angelic activities. Lord Jesus, be in this service as the Lord and King. 
Father, come as a father and king. Let your love fill the service. Name of Jesus Christ. We bind unwanted things. We bind birds. We bind creatures that followed us. Let them be set ablaze in the fire of the Holy Ghost. We bind monkeys that sit on our shoulders speaking argumentative words in the name of Jesus. And we pray that let this place be a holy congregation. I surrender myself to you like a little child. Lord, speak through me. Let me step aside, son of God. And Lord, speak your word. I curse Satan. I curse powers. I curse entities by the authority of Jesus. Hasten the feet of them that are on their way, Father, and touch them by your wisdom and by your love. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Let's be seated. Well, we are here in the sight of God to hear the word of God. The Bible says that without the word was nothing made that is, that is made. And he sent his word to heal us. He didn't say he sent his healing word to heal us, but he sent his word so that the word may not even be about healing, but God may heal you Heal your mind, heal your soul, heal your life. And sometimes, he also sends a way to deliver us from destruction. Sometimes it may not be about destruction, but it can be delivered from destruction. The way we are, we are tended naturally to destruction. Because we can't see much with our natural eyes. Hallelujah. That's what the word is, becomes our guide and our lamp unto our feet and becomes a light to our path, to lighten our path so that me and you can see in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Now, we are talking about grace and peace. And um, we, we've been learning that grace is a person, his name is Jesus. His spirit, the Holy Ghost, is the spirit of grace. And um, Without this grace, the Father cannot help us because we are fallen entities. There's no legal basis for God to help us. So the legality for God to help us is based on, the, on Jesus Christ. Romans 3, 3, 24 says that being justified by grace through the redemption that is in Jesus Christ. So justified is a legal word, which means that God has conferred on us his righteousness on sinful man. So the root of our justification or God's forgiveness legally and putting on us his righteousness is grace. Now, Romans 5, 9 Romans 5, 9 shows us the root much more being than much more than being now justified by his blood. So we see grace justified by his grace and justified by his blood. So it means that grace is rooted 
in the blood of Jesus. That's where the God has the legal right to help us. Other than that, it will look illegal. So you see that in the Jewish, the Jewish nation, of all that God did, the high priest had to offer sacrifices. So God has a legal basis. And the blood is the blood of his son. That's why grace is a person that gives us God's unconditional love and unconditional help without a condition. It's called grace. And peace is also a person. Peace is the absence of war. And um, this morning, you know something, when you post things on Facebook, after some years, it posts about you. And they posted to me something that I said, or they call it that. And it was a vision that I had had. I don't remember the vision. But when I said, hey, did I get this vision? In the vision, it was like there was, there was chaos in the world. Everybody, there was, everybody was trying to flee from something. And I was asking, what are you trying to, there was fear. What are you trying to flee from? And um, they didn't even know what they were fleeing from. And then someone said, it's a monster. And people even didn't know where they should go. And when what I'd written, I was telling them that the Lord is coming. And later I said, the Lord is here. And he's the source of peace. And that if you receive him, you will not need to run, you will not need to run away. Because he's the source of peace. He's the one when he comes, monsters, dragons are all consumed. And when I say, hey, this is very powerful. Powerful. Maybe God was also speaking to me. Are you understanding what I'm saying? The peace, the, the, the haywire and lack of peace in the world. United Nations can bring about peace in a country, but there is difference between outside peace and the inner conflict. And if we can overcome our inner conflicts, we'll overcome the external conflicts. And that conflict is Jesus Christ. He is the source of the peace. And that's what Paul writing to the churches. Amazingly, in all the churches, you see him, Romans 1, 7, grace. I, I, I need the grace of God. I mean, I sit down and I think about my life and I say, Lord, I need your help. In the rest of the life that I have to live before I pass on, I need your help. I, mean, I don't know about you, but I need your God's help. Are you understand what I'm saying? Are you understand what I'm saying? And I need God's peace. That God can end the mental wars. God can end the inner wars. The fears. I was just watching a, a, a reading a story. Ken Hagen was saying that there was a pastor's wife who was down with cancer. And then they had to go and pray for her for two days. They were in her room, pray, pray, pray. Then they went to sleep, went, pray, pray, pray. They slept three of all. They said, there's something wrong. How come she's not recovering? Because she must recover. 
You see, but then the inner voice said that the problem is not the sending end. The problem is the receiving end. And that if the receiving end can be corrected. And then she realized the woman was plagued with fear and doubt. So they had to cast out the spirit of fear and doubt. So it was like a demon. Fear and something. So I started, I started, I started casting out fear and doubt from my life. Because we are all plagued with these things. I understand. So it's like the, the receiving end. Because younger children sometimes I cast a demon for myself. We all oh me, I'm born again. Look, you sometimes you don't even know what is sitting on your shoulder and making suggestions to you. Are you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, so we all cast as I bind fear, I bind, I bind intimidation, I bind this, I bind this, we bind, bind last, bind this. Hey, Mr. Coretto. Perfetto, who think the media I'm religiously right and everything. You are joking. <laughs> so Paul said that grace to the people, grace and peace. And he gives, it's like I'm writing to specific people. Those who are, who are, are beloved of God. And those who are saints. So it's like if you want to understand the whole book, you have to be a believer. I mean, you can read some scripture, can jump. Today I was trying to read Galatians. And I was reading, 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 reading. Sometimes I read the Bible, some scripture is not jumping to you. Then you are reading, you read uh, chapter one, chapter two, it's nothing jumping to you. But you see, when you are when you are a beloved of God, eh, you don't read many scriptures. Quiet time, just one, two scriptures. It's like the one, two scriptures, no? The things inside that you can you write, that the Holy Ghost will be exposing to you, that you write notes and write notes and write notes because it's like you are talking to your beloved. Is that not how you chat when you're talking to your beloved? Ah. You pour your heart. Your beloved knows everything. That is why Jesus, is it Matthew? I've gone the verse. But he called the Pharisees wicked and adulterous generation. Find it for me. Because they said Jesus showed them a sign from heaven. And Jesus said, when you see that the weather is, is red and lowering in the morning, you say it's about to rain. But when it is uh, whatever in the evening, you say it's, it's fair weather. Huh? 12.39. It's fair weather. And you can, and you, can this, you, you, you are pastors, Pharisees, you are behaving like met, uh, 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 meteorologists. You are like a weatherman. You can read the weather and tell the weather. But you cannot discern the spiritual times. You can't discern. When God is walking on the earth, you cannot discern. When an anointing is walking on the earth, you cannot discern. Then he called him, very wicked and adulterous generation. And I wonder, 
these Pharisees, they have one wife. Why you call them adultery? And why you call them wicked? I thought they were pastors. But you see, a wicked person is a selfish person. He thinks about himself. When you think about yourself, and because they thought about themselves, they don't even think about the people that they pastor. Pharisees thought about themselves. Their religiosity. See, we are wicked. And, and because you are wicked, that's why God is not telling you secrets. And you are adultery, adulterous, because rather than be married to God, you are even you are married to religion and to the church. You are not God's beloved. Even though you are you, you are seen around doing all kinds of but you are actually not God. You don't love God, you are just a religious person. That's why you are an adulterous person. And, 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 and if, we're, if we're married to God, you see that the husband will be telling the wife everything. Or the wife will be telling the husband everything. A, a husband who doesn't tell the wife everything, he has things to hide. It's, 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 it's not a beloved. You have agendas. Hiding things from your husband. Hiding things from your wife. And Jesus said, look, if I was your beloved, you would even know the times. You would not ask for a sign. So the point I'm trying to say is that to all that be in Rome, beloved of God, God's grace and God's mess to fight our wars comes when we love God. And when we are holy, In 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 1. Are you, are you understanding what I'm saying? Verse 2. And to the church of God, to them that are sanctified in Christ, which we have uh, called to be saints, with all, with all that in every place, call upon the name of the Lord, both ours and theirs. And we say that when people pray, prayer attracts brings God's help. When we pray, people, I remember when we went to Mampong for the camp, those of us who happened to meet Bishop, I asked a question. That when he leaves flow prayer meeting, it looks like he knows our problem. And so, people who usually pray, that's the they are. They seem to, I'll do the notice. Because God helps. So, if we're a Christian, if we're in this church, you want God, the Holy Spirit to help you. Even when the prayer even doesn't even make sense, he has heard it. Sometimes prayers haven't made sense. He has heard it. I 
Sometimes you, may, you might even have prayed and rather the situation is becoming worse. How many of you have prayed and the situation became worse before? Go and ask the Jews. When Moses came to answer, the, answer the, uh, the, their problem, that's when Pharaoh even said they had more problems. And they told Moses, look, you are now, now there. Our problem is one day some two sisters prayed for their brother. You see, you, you, are, you are blessed when somebody prays for you. Some of you thank your mothers who pray for you. Some of you thank your fathers who pray for you. Some of you thank a, a grandmother who was very religious. Recently, I was just taken through my father's children. My father didn't marry one. So I have other step, step brothers and sisters. And I realized that ah, it looks like my mother's side I'm a pastor. My sisters the one who comes after me, the husband is so into ministry. The one who comes also after her she too the husband is also a pastor in Lighthouse. And I thought about my uncle's son, sons. One is a very major bishop. And the children, the others are also now pastors. It's that they are into ministry. And recently, an uncle that I knew his son, he's a pastor in the Doina church. So I said, hey, could it be that maybe there was some grandmother Bill who probably was her niece some years that I don't even know who was crying to God and praying for her children. So thank God for mama who prayed. Thank God for somebody who prayed. Sometimes maybe you don't have all you had were fetish priests. You are the one to start. Because he said, to all that call upon the name of the Lord Jesus, eh? all, not some, all, in every place, whether in Labadi or LA, whether in Teshi or America, whether in Afghanistan, whether in, uh, where, da, uh, 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 where, uh, 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 where, eh? Tatale or Salaga, whether in London or in, the, in every place, anybody who called on Jesus' name, both ours and theirs, he said, grace and peace comes. And the one we learned last week was what? Why are we? Second Corinthians and Galatians. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Second Corinthians. I'm to the church. Second Corinthians chapter 1, verse 2. Paul writing, I'm to the church. Oh, my Catalina. Oh, verse 1. Verse 1. Verse 1. Paul 
Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, unto the church of God, which is at Corinth with all the slaughter in Achaia. So you see, unto the church of God. So last week I spoke about even just being in church. And I explained about the many things. God the Father who is a judge. God the uh, Son. As the mediator, his blood, host of heaven's angels. All these things are all in the church. And many things happen. Fighting Satan. Removing things. And that's what they, they do. And doing things for that we don't do just by being in the church. It's a grace beyond you. Verse 2. So being in church. You see, and people don't know the importance of just being in church. But the church is where we find God. I've never met anybody who found found God at the market as a a trader. I've never seen anybody they doing deliverance at the empty office. But in the church of God. Jesus does wonderful things. The church. I'm standing right now. There are angels here. You can't see them. But they are here. Sometimes I'm sitting now in my hall reading my Bible and I send there's an, there's an angel here. You are not important to the devil, but he hates you. For the very reason that what is he? He had been anointed, it's called anointed cherub. What he had before, you have it. He knows what it means to have the Holy Spirit. And the thing that even kills him cry is when he remembers heaven and where he is. It's, you say you want to go there. So he does everything, bringing temptations, bringing people, evil men into, into lives, evil women, whatever, anything you do. But thank God, sometimes when we come to the church, the Bible says, and to the Jesus, our mediator. If in the Father you are sitting in church, Jesus is on his knees, mediating. His father was a witch. And that's why this said, my father, look at what, I died for witches. Save him. And you too, you will not come to church. Tuesday, you are sitting at home. 
and you don't know which of the services that God may even touch you. And when I come on Sunday, that's what God, look, sometimes even the Tuesday service may even be the days of solutions. Now, then we look at Galatians 3, 1, also the same church. Now let's go to Ephesians 1, the greatest of Ephesians. So we are looking at the, at the various stages Ephesians 1, Paul, an apostle of the Lord Jesus Christ by the will of God to the saints, so saints, holy people. Then now we see which artificial and to the faithful in Christ. So now we see another thing that is attracting the Holy Spirit angels and God is bringing Human beings. I told you, something that God sends you, human beings, as grace. Grace. Yes. I have met human, human graces before. Bishop Doug is a human grace in my life. Prokhar Christ is a human grace in my life. You see, people that God sends into your life that they do things for you. My first car that I bought, it was Prokhar The second car that I bought, it was him. Even, even the second car, I didn't have money. Then so I should, I should have it. He would pay. And now I pay his most for me. Well, I, had a, I had the first car that he had me to Dubai. And he was paying. He paid. He said, no, no, no. I have to have this car. It's called human grace. So I, now I was driving two cars. And the counsels and the advices and the prayers. You see, you may not, you may not value them. So I may not even value the prayer that your pastor will be praying for you, but it's grace. Some of the prayers are changing things that you don't know. And my pastor has not done anything for me. You see, you're only looking at physical things. So many people don't even appreciate the grace of God through a man. Paul said in Philippians 1.7, he said, ye are partakers of my grace. Sometimes your relationship with, with even a man is the reason why God does something for you. How did Joshua become anointed? It was his relationship with Moses. Just by being around Moses. And those who have eyes to see value even the grace on their pastor. He may be a man and be walking like this, but he has a grace. Yes. Now, the faithful in Christ. Faithful is the word loyal. People have used loyalty against us. 
The lighter is the cult. It's a cult. You can't even leave. When you leave, it's like they tag you that you are you are you are disloyal. Let me tell you. Nobody ever says don't leave a church because people leave churches. Sometimes by geographical location, you may leave. Sometimes even by marriage, you may leave. Sometimes by traveling, you may leave. Sometimes people come to church and then they move to another church. You cannot stop that. But what may be, what may be, we say is that don't leave the church and we win to the church. Now, the word is, put it there, Ephesians 1, 2, to the faithful in Christ. I want us now to look at it very well. Verse 1. And to the faithful, not at Ghana National Association of Teachers or Ghana Nursing, whatever, or Ghana Bar Association. I am talking about faithful in Christ. Let me tell you something. I have worked in the secular world, world before by the grace of God. I was a, a doctor. I worked for 10 pori pori years. From 1995, 4th April to 2000, 31st December 2004. I went to work every day. I was faithful. There was no way I wouldn't go to work. I was faithful. Very faithful with my work. Maybe now, because I've, I've, been, I've, I've left about 18 years ago, but if you went earlier when I left, go and ask of Dr. Yali. Everybody knew that I did my work. And I did my best. But the fact that I was faithful, I was faithful based on certain conditions that they'll pay me. Not that I love confinement teaching hospital. Some of you, not all of you, wherever you work, it's not that you love the place, you love the place who. Even those of you who even have your private jobs, you know that if you sit at home and no man to a ho. So your faithfulness is based on sometimes when you don't even feel like you have to go. 
they are looters. We don't go sit down meditating times every day. A looter continua. Now, they say, now let me come to the cult. It's a cult as satanism. Secret societies that Satan is, is the dominating factor. They do things, they sacrifice, but because of their secrets, now they have to swear and shed blood that if you reveal secrets and those who try to come out, it's not easy. If you're, if, if you're not born again and try to come out, you do die. To finish you. So their loyalty is based on fear. And let me now let me now let me tell you the word faithful. It's a heavenly character. Faithful is not an earthly. Because Satan is unfaithful. And his nature is unfaithful. He was the first unfaithful creation or created of God. Faith unfaithful to God, unfaithful to his colleagues, angels, unfaithful at his position that was given, unfaithful and wanted a higher post to go and overthrow God. He is the master unfaithful person. And every unfaithfulness anointing comes from him. Every insurgence, every rebellion, it comes from this unfaithful, disaffected, wicked character. And his fallen angels. So, faithfulness is a holy virtue of the Holy Spirit. That's why in chapter 1-5 it said now giving all diligence add to your faith. This virtue add to your Faith, second, second Peter 1, 1, 5. Add to your faith. What should you add? Eh? Virtue. Now I'm saying that it is a heavenly character because faithfulness is God's name. It's both his name and his character. So in Malachi 3 says, we see the Lord telling Israel, he said, I am the Lord your God and I change not. In other words, I'm faithful. I don't change. In Revelation 19 verse 11, we see Jesus riding from heaven on a white horse and his name is called Faithful and is the name of God. 
who say loyal and true. Loyal and sincere. In Revelation 3 verse 7, unto the angel of the church of Philadelphia, write, this thing said he who is holy and Now think whatever. Revelation chapter 3 verse 11. Unto the church of Laodicea writes, uh, uh, the angel of Laodicea writes, this thing said, said the Amen. The, what? The Amen. Is it Revelation chapter, no, 3 verse 14. The Amen. The faithful the true witness and the beginning of what? The creation of God. That's the name of God. Son. So you meet Jesus. Say, Jesus, please, do you have any other name or nickname? You say, my name is called Faithful or Loyal. It's a heavenly virtue that Satan doesn't have. That's why you see when people talk about faithful, even the well in the in, in the in the in the world, this is a very faithful person, but he has some hidden things. You can see a very faithful, faithful person, but he has hidden things. Some hidden things. In 1979, before the June 4th, when Chema Rollins uh, Akufu returned from Nigeria and was expecting the guard of honor at the airport, Asia Rally Airport, and the soldiers were there. Do you know the person who was holding the sword? Chairman Rollins. Fly and J. Rollins. He was the one who was holding the sword like that. And Akufu was expecting the guard of honor. How would they take Flight Lieutenant J.J. Rollins to what? Uh, to be, to hold the sword at the guard of honor? Because he was seen as a faithful flight officer. But as I was doing this, he said, you, you will see. Go somewhere in April. By May 15th, he had done the coup. He was arrested. By June 4th, he was on top. And the very person he was leading was executed here. Po, 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 po. They shot him, they shot him. So what I'm saying is, you see, in the world, faithful. You see, someone said faithful husband, but you don't know his secret. I know one man, big man. When he died, three other children came because his wife was a white woman. Three other children came. Meanwhile, he was a very good husband. You see, suppose people who are supposed to be faithful, but they are thieves at the workplace. They, they carry information at the workplace. That's why I say faithfulness is a, is a virtue of God. It's part of the anointings because it's the nature of God that he imparts by his spirit. That's why faithful in Christ. In Christ. You must be in Christ. 
And the word faithful comes from two words. Faith and full. So when you put all together, you say he is full of faith. So a person who is faithful is full of faith. In other words, I am full of faith in Pastor Bentel. I trust Pastor Bentel fully. No doubt. And that's why sometimes you trust them fully. But they have things in their mind. It's so painful. But you have to follow God. Because if you follow them, you will not trust anybody again. If I say, I trust you, it's 100%. There's no quite faithful. Maybe it's half faithful. Quarter faithful. You see, because it's also very difficult even to measure people's faithfulness. And people are walking around, they look very faithful, they look very loyal, but let things happen. Yes. That is why loyalty of faithfulness, actually to be full of faith in somebody or in God, it is driven by a petrol called love. Galatians 5, 6. I'm preaching. Galatians 5, 6. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision. In other words, whether they have circumcised you, nor uncircumcision. In other words, whether you sleep with your Bible under your pillow, or you drink communion every night before you sleep. He said, those things, they don't mean anything. If it is done religiously, it don't mean anything. But rather, it is what? Faith, trust, that works by love. So, faith works. As I was driving my car, the engine was working on the fuel. So, if you want your faith to work, then you have to go to the Holy Ghost filling station and say, they say, what do you want? Do you want, uh, uh, do you want kindness? Do you want peace? Do you want uh, what? Uh, holiness? He said, no. This car is love. So, I want the pump, love pump. Because there's diesel there's what? Super. There's even what? The other super power. What? V power. There's also a, a premix for the outboard motors. There's also aviation fuel for, for aircraft. There's also kerosene. There's also gas oil. That's a diesel. So, I, so, so when I go there, I say, Holy Ghost, I need a fuel love. Then, so that my faith in God can 
So now we are seeing that. Do you know why we are struggling to believe? Because we don't love God. If you love God, you trust God. If you love somebody, Rachela, you trust the person. Anybody you don't love, you don't trust. Therefore, don't marry somebody you don't love. Don't follow the money. People follow the money and they don't love and they don't trust. And now you are married, you are searching the man's pocket. You are searching his phone. You are looking at things. Whether you find things because you don't try. I, mean, I don't see why you should be taking your husband's phone. Always checking to find out things. I, I mean, why? If you trust. You don't need to. And, and some people, they even lock. They lock their phone numbers that nobody even knows. Because of the secret, diabolical, wicked things on the phone. I'm preaching Jesus tonight. It's the Holy Spirit. Because you don't love the person. If I love you, there's nothing to hide. Yeah, just as I am without one plea. Just this, this, this me. There's nothing to hide. Nothing to hide. So why do you have things to hide? You have things to hide. That is why you don't believe. And it's a reason because you, do, you, don't, you don't love. Even Bible says, uh, uh, First John chapter 4, 14, is it 4, 4 verse 18. It said that for, for fear, uh, uh, fear has torment and perfect love casteth away fear. And so when you are even afraid of somebody, it's a sign you don't trust the person. When it's someone you're afraid me, I, that's the thing I don't like. I don't, I don't like that I'm afraid of a man. It's, it's not, it's not really, it's, it's not good. I want to have reverence and admiration for a man and not fear. So, so that when, it's like when I see you, I have to put my hands at my back and then Looking very timid. No, 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 no. I don't like those things. And sometimes, even those attitude is coming from sometimes your background because you have not known love. Nobody has shown you love. Nobody has shown you love, so you don't even know how to love. And sometimes it makes you very timid. Those who are not timid and even are bold and, and they move, they are rather saucy. I don't know what I'm saying. Those who are not timid, they are rather saucy and disrespectful. And their disrespectful is coming from wanting to compensate for the inward inferiority. So, so, so Takashi, it's like, but there's something inside. And you see that. They can't even be faithful. Because everything you say, there's a reaction. Anything you say, it's like, when you say that, 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 
there is a reaction. There shouldn't be a reaction from anything that we say. There should be trust. I pray tonight God will heal all of us. And I know that God is God will heal this church. But different. Sunday I was sharing with the shepherds. I felt so sad. But I felt so sad. And the Lord was telling me, that's my heart. My heart towards the people. That's how I cry. For the people. But you heal us. Look, it is not difficult to be faithful and loyal. If there's love here. There's no answering back. There's no argument. There's no, there's no, no, no. One, 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 two, what? To the faithful in Christ. Now, that faithfulness, what is working by love, first of all, makes you trust God, our Father. Trust God, Jesus our King. Trust the Holy Ghost, our Father, the Father Spirit. You trust God. So are faithful to God. Trust Him. Lord, I trust you. Trust and obey. For there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. Just trust the Lord. I trust His word. What he has said is what he has said. If he says he has redeemed me, that's what it means. I am redeemed and I walk by that. If he says by his stripes I'm healed, I just trust it. The enemy will come and say, no, you are not healed. I trust my father because I love my father. This is the trust that Jesus had for God the Father that he disturbed the religious Pharisees who couldn't believe that a man can be loved by God so much that he can call God his Father and they said if you say God is the Father then cross. May you all become like, you see, little children don't have problem with love in their parents. No, no, no. 
So don't have any problem with entrusting their parents. And we become faithful to is faith loyalty is to the high authority. So to God first, to Bishop Dark, who is the founder of the church, you can't take that from him. When our fathers were busily working and finding money, he was in Kuligono fighting, being bombed, fighting, 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 fighting. And this is where we have a branch here and came to buy this property for us. Not money from La. You cannot take that from him. So faithfulness to be of that. It shows the high authority. Then we are faithful to be of Kakra, who is our convener. It must also be faithful to me. It's, it's not something that we ask for, but you must be. If you don't love me some that, you can't be faithful. If you don't love Rokaka, you can't be faithful. If you don't love me, you can never be faithful. We don't have to have any other, like, be unsure. We should be sure. We should be sure. Yes. Troubles may come, issues may come, and everything. Even Jesus, his, his own father, led him by the Spirit to go to the wilderness, and he was hungry for 40 days, but he was sure that he was still, the father still loved him. And didn't listen to another voice. Because, because there was another voice that was telling, if God loves you, how come you are hungry? So now why don't you rather go away from the word of God and change bread into, into a tip, stone into bread? Do what, what God has not said. Another voice. It's when then maybe the other voices come. But I pray that God, God, help us. Close. Last night I was, I was praying with some, some people. Around 11.30 on Zoom. And I was telling look, Deuteronomy chapter 33, verse 7. Moses was blessing the children of Israel. Look at what he said to Judah. Verse 7. And this is a blessing of Judah. Hear, hear you, Lord the voice of Judah and bring him to his people. Do what? Bring him to his people. I don't know what was going through Judah's mind. Maybe someone was trying to talk to Judah. Go, 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 go. But he said, Lord, no. Lord, bring him. Bring him. Let him be part of the church. And out of him came Jesus. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes Jesus is coming out of you. Sometimes some, an anointing is coming out of you. But something is also trying to push you out. So let's pray for ourselves. So in the days of desert and the other voices, Moses said, no. God still loves me. I said, trust God. To go through this this time, I still trust God. No man has married me, but I still trust God. I don't have the job, but I still trust God. I don't have the child, but I still trust God. Until the day that God will come, because after forty days, angels came from heaven with the very bread, the very bread that was being tempted. Angels brought now heaven's one, not Satan's one. And you have to be, 
you have to be faithful to the other pastors. If you are not faithful to the other pastors, you are, not, you are actually not faithful to me, you are not faithful to Bishop Pukakran, uh, you are not faithful to Bishop Dad, you are not faithful to God. And we are also faithful to our shepherd. If you have a shepherd, you see, whoever is above you is not age. Be faithful. Eh? I have more money than you. So what? One day, a big man went to a law school. Law school. In the law school, this professor, head of the, the dean, when he comes to class, he takes the roster. Roll call. Fafratenga, yes, sir. Adjaman, yes, sir. Atia Yakubu, yes, sir. Then one day, the man was sitting the roster. And then when he, there was this big man said, the his name, Mr. Kusin, what's it now? Mr. Kusin, what's it now? Mr. Kusin. Then Mr. Kusin fled up. Why? Are we little children? Then when we come to the class, every time, Roko, Roko. And the professor said, Do you know who I am? They said, Who are you? Are you God? Are you God? He said, do you know I'm the dean? He said, so what? Oh, the next time he was out of the school. I think he was out, out of, he was, was, he was repeated. You come, if you don't know that you finish the school, you can finish. So the fact that you're a big man doesn't mean that the, the law school dean is not your shepherd. So in Christ, there's loyalty always. That's why when a shepherd is even trying to say negative things about a church, then he says, hey, no, no, no. My, yes, my loyalty is to the high authority. So, okay, if you want to go, you can go. Um, if your pastor is speaking, on and say, hey, no, 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 no. God forbid. Say no, our loyalty is to be so bad. And it must be based on love. Now, as I close, you see, this issue of faithfulness, you will never be seen to be faithful until you are tested. So sometimes when you see, you see some people misbehave, when I see such things, I close my big mouth and I pray for myself. Maybe you, if that test come on you, the thing that you do, you will go and take suicide bomb. And we are in the church now. Then before I realize, I cut that. You are dead and other people are dead. God forbid. In Jesus' name. So when you see, 
just pray for yourself. One test of, of what's his name? Loyalty is promotion. When your status changes, this is very common. Maybe you are around suddenly you have money. When you didn't have, yes, sir, yes, sir. But please, people change. Oh, you have been promoted at the workplace, now you are a boss. And now you have come to church. Then everybody now, because you are used to people saying to you, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. But in the church now, you have to become, you are even under an usher. That's where people promotions. You were not married, now you are married. Suddenly you have changed. When the man at first used to say, when you see the man, hello, hello, hello. But now, no. That is where you see, it's a test of promotions. It's a test. That's why for Jesus, when he was promoted into, he was Jesus promoted to Christ. And with all power, he said, learn of me. I am meek and lowly in heart. And you find rest. You find peace or you find rest. He said, he said when you are, if you don't stand on your blessing, but you're always standing by the blessing. Do you know why God changed Paul's name to Saul, Saul to Paul? You see, Saul was the one who was nobody. Suddenly he was the, he was the king of Israel. And then Samuel said that God said, kill all the Malachites. In fact, first, there was he couldn't even wait for Samuel to sacrifice to God. He was not the priest. He was not sanctified to do that, but he he, 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 he sacrificed. And then God said, go and kill the Amalekites. These were Satan agents who Israel was passing through their town. Moses went to negotiate with them and said, let's pass peacefully. We'll buy bread from water from you. So, will not disturb you. They said, no, 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 no. We will fight you. And do you know how they fought them? They fought Israel from the back. While the warriors were at the front, they were fighting the, you see, the little children out about killing children and the old ladies and things. And God said, no, these people for this they have done, I'll wipe them out. And when we kill them, and Samuel said, you see, when you were little in your own eyes, God made you king. In other words, now you are big in your eyes. So the kingdom turned from you. He could not behave lowly. That's why we always pray for humility. The Lord, let not the glory blind us. Always clothe us with 
glory, humility. Humility covers the glory. One day Jesus appeared to a man of God and then the man was wearing a humility mantle. And Jesus said, I want to show you something. So Jesus removed the clothes. The armor, the light. The life so much light. The man said, Lord, please, I beg you, I beg you. Come on, come on. Because, you see, it blinds you so much. It blinds you so much that you can't see. Have you seen that when light falls into your eyes, you can't see? So when the glory falls into your eyes, you can't even see. You can't see well. So you see things in a way and everything. And, and that's how your perception is. So usually, glory even affects your perception of things. Of people. You think people are down because of glory. You think because of glory. So now someone is sending you. Now you, I'm also big. I'm big enough also not to follow God's instruction. So now when Saul, the apostle, became an apostle, he said, I'm changing your name from this Saul to Paul. Do you know what Paul means? Little. Paul is a Roman name. It's even not been Hebrew. It means little. So that when they mentioned Paul, that was a little. So that no matter how big you came, he had his mind that he was little. Because promotions. Sometimes that's why even asking for church growth. What is even our motive? Is he also to also? Yeah, we do. Ah, we get thousand members to, to satisfy our ego. Oh, God, have mercy on us. There are motives. So, in the days, in the days that you bless us, we'll not even stop the thing that, that we did. We'll not say that, oh, now, you know, now we are. We are big, so you know, uh, we don't come for all night. It's prayer meetings, you know, it's out, it's admoded, it's for the little, little boys, you know, nipa baby, wambeni now, you know, let's, all, all the colleagues, we are very big now, you are walking around, big, you have a big, big man, big shop, we are coming, big mama, ba ba ba, and, and, and nobody can even control you. I said, no, Lord, please, please, in the times of our bigness, because little children. The second test is when you don't have. So when you have more, it's a test. When you also don't have. Revelation 3 verse 7. Unto the angels, oh Jesus my Savior, of the church of Philadelphia right? this thing said he that is holy and true he that has the keys of David when I open no man can shut and when I shut no devil can close I know thy works that thou has little strength and has kept my word Three seven, and has kept my word, and has not denied my name. For I've said before thee, an open door. 
9. I will make them that are synagogue of Satan. Who said they are? You know what? Christians who are filled with Satan. Christian witches. They sit in there and they are witches and wizards. I'll make them to come and bow to you that they will know that I've loved you. But the key is verse 7, verse, verse uh, 8. I know your works and I have opened a door. It's called grace. I'm helping you by opening impossibility doors. What the devil has shut. I have the keys of David. I am opening. I am opening a door for you to go to America. I am opening a door for you to go to Israel. I am opening a door for you to go to China. I am opening a door for an international business. I am opening a door for the apostolic ministry. I am opening a door for the prophetic ministry. I am opening a door for an evangelistic ministry. I am opening a door for a good wife. I am opening a door for a good husband. I am opening a door for a good family. Let me tell you, God has rooms. Heaven is made of rooms. Rooms. God told Elijah, go and anoint in Elisha in thy room. Now, if God were to open your eyes, you will see different rooms and every room has a mantle because of the, what the room does. No room is the same. Some mantles are blue. Some mantles are velvet. Some mantles are white with colors. Different mantles. Because the mantle of the prophet is different from the mantle of the apostle. The mantle of the evangelist is different from the mantle of the teacher. The mantle of the teacher is different from the mantle of the pastor. The mantle of, an, of a businessman. You think God doesn't raise businessmen? He raises businessmen. The mantle of, of an entrepreneur is, is different from the mantle of the apostle. The mantle of a good wife. The Bible says that houses and inheritance, they come from parents. But a good wife comes from God. To be a good wife. Your parents may not even be able to teach you how to be a good wife. But when God's anointing touches you, he makes you a good wife. It's a mantle. A faithful husband who can find. It's a mantle. But I said, because when you had little strength, little strength, you had little energy. Your strength is very small. You know sometimes your strength is very, very small. Small strength. Sometimes, even all night, you have gone to work, you are very tired, you have not slept. You came back at home at 8 o'clock. You are very tired, but your strength is very small. You feel very sleepy, but I say, I'm going to go to all night. You come and you are struggling. Oh, 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 oh. God is more, he, that one is even more powerful to God than the person who slept the whole day and has come all night. Because the sacrifice is different. Bishop, Bishop said that one 31st night, as a young student, he went to an all night, I don't know what, at Great Chapel. And he said, 
when he went for the all night, that was the first time he went for an all night. When he went for the all night, he said, I slept the whole day. But he said, when I slept, he saw a figure white. He thought of Jesus. And when he saw the figure, he felt like toilets. And he said, when I woke up, I felt changed. He didn't hear anything, but God saw the sacrifice of a young man. Little strength. That's what I tell you. Oh, come on. So, you know, I was tired. Look, do you know, some of us, we learned how to chew three in one coffee because of all night. Because sometimes you have not slept. So you just put, buy three in one coffee. Ah, 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 ah. And drink water and come. You are not crazy. You are not crazy. You understand, you understand the flavor of sacrifice. When they are burning the animals on the altar, you see the animal comes with a smell. Don't you smell cow smell, sheep smell? Yes, as they are burning the burnt offering, the smell goes to God. Sometimes when you are also on that sacrifice, it's like a fire. You are releasing a smell. Let us try. Why did I say I was not feeling well? I said, if you're not feeling well, come to church. Come to church. It's a sacrifice. Unless probably you are bedridden. Come to church. Don't you see the widow? The widow, everybody was giving thousand dollars, one million dollars. The widow had all that she had was two pence. She put the two pence inside. Jesus told the disciples, this woman has given the best because she had she was going home with not knowing what to eat. Little strength. But it is not little strength that we say, nah. There are some days you don't even feel strong. Small time you vex. And at that time, you realize that now, Intokwa is coming. But you need to. Look for a scripture. What word do I need in this time? And say no, because of the word of God. The Bible says that. I should be slow to anger. Hold on. No, just let me just hold on. And you have not denied my name. That's why I'm opening the door. Because some people in the time that they didn't have, there are people in this church who have left church because they didn't have a job. Say, so I've been in the church, I don't have a job. Some people are in the church, I've said God, I don't say anything. You see, you leave his name, but those who press on. I don't know. The Lord is my shepherd. He's my shepherd. This shepherd, I've got to follow him. Some people followed him when they go to, they go to Labadi Pleasure uh, uh, what, is it Beach Resort. When they go there, they found their pasture and they started eating. Others also followed to the uh, Teshi prophet light. And that's what they got. Others also followed him. They followed him uh, to, to, uh, to how do you call it, uh, Junction Mall. And then they got out. They said, but you are following Junction Mall. Some follow him to, uh, to Underbridge, a sermon Underbridge. And still they have not seen anything. While their friends are eating, they are enjoying and some got there. Then this one, you went to uh, Afienya. Maybe 
maybe your, your, your pastor is in Afienya and he's a big pastor. He's a big businessman. It's a big pastor. It's a big and nice marriage. It's a big blessing. Keep on following him. Keep on following him. Be faithful to him. I say hold on to him. And don't let him go. Because what is the door that is coming is very, very big. If you offenses, sometimes in the time that we have to know, you can offend, you can offend it. And somebody wants to move you out. I said, Lord, help me. Let me hold on. And heal me. Lord, the person, in fact, he bore me, pa, he bore me, he bore me, he bore me. I'm, I'm making angry, but Father, help me. I don't want to carry it because of your word. He said, I should not allow the sun to go over it. Please, it's 5.55, Lord. I want to release it. I release him. I release him. I release him. Don't, I release him. I release him. I've released him in Jesus' name. Loyalty is tested in much. And in little. But when you love God, when you, when you even love someone, a person even hates you, you still trust the person. So that is how grace comes and peace comes. An opening of a door is a peace. For some of you, God has seen your struggles in these 26 years. He will open doors that will blow your mind. But in the day that the Lord will open doors, do not change. Be as you are. If you sing, sing. to see thousand and dollar millionaires who are ashes and they are singing and they are still in the church. Let's be on our feet. I am trusting
failure have been love to trust him and to trust people to trust your loved ones fill our heart with agape love unconditional love oh God in the name of Jesus let the Holy Ghost Father come like Jesus in our hearts share abroad the love of Calvary in our hearts in the name of Jesus Father, Lord, that we may trust. Some of us have been wounded by people that we no longer trust. We no longer trust people. Men have failed us. Women have failed us. But Father, today, even parents did fail us. Oh God, friends failed us. Lord, our close people that we trust that failed us. We got heads, Lord. But Father, heal the hearts and fill our hearts with love again. Lord, may we begin again in the name of the Lord. Whatever Satan took advantage of, Jesus removed them from our lives. Let all the power of God become a disadvantage for him in the name of the Lord. Jesus. I pray for the power and the nature of the Son of God. Impart your virtue by grace, your name faithful, impart loyalty to us, Lord. Loyalty to God, loyalty to Bishop Doug, our Father. Loyalty to Prophet Kakra. Loyalty in this church, Father of God, Doliana. We come against the halls of hell. We can't sit down in his heart. Jesus Christ, remove monkeys, frogs, lizards, toads, and birds and snakes. From our lives, Lord, heal our wounds, uh, Jesus. Heal our wounds, uh, heal our bellies, uh, heal our hearts, heal our soul. Oh, Romans 5 5. Oh, hope we cannot ashamed because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts. Uh, Father, fill our hearts. Oh, God, we cast every fetish roots in the name of Jesus. Let it wither from amongst us in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Every remnant of Satan, we curse it to die. Jesus, Lord Jesus, blessed Jesus, and let our root be you. Thank you for listening to the refreshing word with Bishop David Yali. Visit us at the Rose of Sharon Cathedral, La, opposite the La Community Bank, Accra, Ghana. For prayer and counseling, please contact us on plus 233-505-304-337. God bless you.